thank you for joining us. I'm Weird Al Yankovic. I'm Dakota Rimmer. I'm Garrett Hale, and this is the first and best podcast on the life and music of Weird Al. It's a celebration of one of the greatest creative minds of all time, but it's also comedic, inquisitive, and obsessive all at once. Oh, it is. So strap in and allow me to give you an inside peek into the minds of people who, let's face it, are better than you. Whoa, whoa, Al, no, we, we love our audience. Yeah, Al, I mean, come on. That's not exactly the kind of show we had in mind. Well, okay, fine, but don't blame me if you wind up looking like an idiot. Well, it's probably too late for that. Welcome to me talking weird out to you, the only podcast that wants to talk to everyone in the world about Weird Al Yankovic. I'm your host, Dakota Rimmer, and today we have some news for you, specifically some headline news. News? Garrett, as my co-host, how do you feel about this peaceful environment that I've established in the podcast realm? News, Dakota. You got some news, Gavna. Extra, extra, read all about it. There's some Weird Al news out there on the interwebs. <laughs> Could you imagine if if you <laughs> if you came across a kid on the sidewalk trying to li- let <laughs> trying to get you to look at something on the internet? <laughs> he was dressed like a newsie. <laughs> What's the modern day version of a newsie? Would it be a pop-up ad? Yes. <laughs> yes, it would be. As long as the ad was for a news article, not for just not just an ad. In like, you can lose weight or podiatrists hate him. Like, it has to be like, because newsies were out there like spreading the news. They weren't spreading commercials. Or were they? I I, I bet whoever owned the newspaper put a ton of ads in it when it first started. Newsies probably just ran around with weight loss ads, right? Extra, extra. Yeah. (laughs) Drop 50 pounds in minutes. (laughs) I want to see that version of newsies now. It's like... (laughs) <laughs> extra extra there are hot singles in your area <laughs> oh garrett i'm in a bit of a fugue state right now oh yeah yeah so you can relate to this and i bet several of our listeners can at least at least four or five of them uh i came home from work a long hard day of work and i I was like, I'm gonna. I'm working on a project, and I was. I was like, we got to record tonight, and I got stuff to do. And so I was like, let me just sit here on the couch, fully aware that I will probably pass out because that is what I do now. As I, I, I always thought it was weird of my father, and of any father everywhere. But now that I'm there, I, I get it. Like I'm aware that when you come home and you sit on that couch. Or you sit anywhere. I can sit at the kitchen table and I will fall asleep in those uncomfortable chairs too. So I was like, let me just sit here. I'll probably fall asleep. Let me go ahead and set a timer with that knowledge. That way I can still I can I can do that, get a little get a little pep nap in, and then I can get up and get some stuff done. But then here enter my five year old. <laughs> oh man. Who is watching TV in the living room. And which I had to turn down because it's way too loud. And I was like Hopefully she'll let me enjoy this sleep. No, not at all. So after constant irritation from her trying to get me to do something or look at something, and then Carol works from home now, so she would come through the room, and that would wake me up, or the dog would wake me up. And so I was kind of in this, like, 
I'm partially asleep, but I'm also like super tense. I'm having the tensest sleep of my life on the couch. (laughs) And so I'm just kind of sitting there, like eyes closed, brain sort of off, but ears on. And every little thing just kind of makes my body just like, just like tense up, like rigidly. (laughs) And that's exactly the state that I'm in still currently. (laughs) Oh, no. Like partially asleep, but I'm aware of all the stimuli around me. So uh, needless to say, if I trip over my words a lot, which I've already tripped over my words several times. I don't know if anybody else caught it. Uh, that's why I'm just kind of, I'm kind of in a daze. I'm in that, I'm in that mid-holidays daze. I guess that's why they call it holidays. Hmm? I think you've stumbled onto something, Dakota. That's why they call it the happy holidays, happy daddy days, more like it. Are there any happy daddy days, Dakota? Yep. When she gets married. Ah! When she, when she goes off to college, or he. <laughs> when, uh, when, when, they're, when they're asleep. <laughs> when they're asleep and you get stuff done. What about you, Garrett? Are you having any happy daddy days? Every day is a happy daddy day to go. There you go. Every single that's, day. That's the right answer. You know your wife's not listening, so you can answer how you how you like. Oh, oh what was that, honey? <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yes, I'll um, take out the trash. Speaking of taking out the trash, let's take out some news. Oh, okay. Uh, was that a good transition? Uh, let's Let's roll with it. Garrett, a few weeks ago, maybe even long, longer ago than that, we had discussed this kind of phenomena that we had become aware of in the news or just in pop culture where Weird Al is one of four artists uh, to have top 40 hits, Billboard top 40 hits, in four decades. And we're talking the 80s. We're talking the 90s. We're talking the 2000s. And we're talking and we're the 2010s. Huh? We're talking the BCs, am I right? The B, these are all, wait, yeah, we're talking about 2000 BC. <laughs> uh, no, we're talking about um, the 80s through the 10s. Hey, how wild is it that we're about to enter the 20s? Um, like, we have record of the previous 20s, like a lot of record of the previous 20s. Is it going to be, are there going to be like flappers and, and newsies? Uh, is this where newsies can make a comeback, is in the new 20s? I think so. That would be cool. If, if anything, we can bring it back. I think it, I don't think it would be hard because it seems like I'm bringing newsies back. It seems like extra. If you do something old, it's trendy nowadays. That's mm, vintage. Yeah, because think think about it, flared high waisted jeans are back in style. Mm. Everybody's obsessed with the '80s because that was mm. the best decade of all time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Weird Al's the greatest artist. I mean, but that doesn't really apply because that's he's timeless. So yeah, like he's transcended time. Yeah, I mean, people still drink tab. Okay, now this is news to me. <laughs> Do they make tab anymore? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what does it taste like? Have you had a tab? No, I always just thought it was a soda Pepto Bismol. I haven't had a tab. <laughs> Based on what? <laughs> Color of the can, I guess. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever had a tab in my life that I remember. I'd like one. I'd like one now just to say that I have. I would try it. I would, too. Tab Taste Test, our new podcast. It's one episode. <laughs> Welcome in, everybody. Yep. This is our one-time-only podcast where we drink a tab. We'll give you our scolding medium takes, and it'll mm-hmm. never happen again. And here we go. 
Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Just a lot of <laughs> drinking on microphone. <laughs> That'd be awful. The uh, ASMR of drinking sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but Al is among these other these other three artists, specifically as we've discussed before, you two, Madonna, and Michael Jackson. Uh, the four of them have top forty hits in four decades. Now, as of uh, I think this news came about in September. It's been a minute since we've done an Al news episode, so uh, some of these stories might be. Oh, November eight. No, I'm sorry, November fourth. I don't know how to read. Um, another a fifth artist was added. Garrett, could you possibly, for the life of you, think of who this artist could possibly be? Be that would dare to have a hit in all those decades. The same decades as those artists? Uh-huh. The 80s, the 90s, the 0000s, and the 010s. Um, definitely wasn't Kurt Cobain. <laughs> no. <laughs> definitely wasn't uh, Prince. Well, I guess it could have been Prince before he passed. It could have been, but it is not. It's not Prince? Okay, that was going to be my guess. I'll give you a hint. Hair. Oh, boy. That's a good yeah. one. Uh, uh-huh. that, that pretty much gave it away. Um, Did it really? <laughs> uh, George Clinton. No, not George Clinton. Oh. But like, but much like Clinton, and for the parents out there with kids listening, I don't mean this in the way you think I'm going to mean it, but this artist is rather horny. <laughs> oh, Mick Jagger. <laughs> no, I, I said not in that way. <laughs> Have you seen that guy lately? Yeah, no, I haven't. What's up with what's up with old Jaggy? Oh man, he's he, he is making eighty something look. He that's the new twenties, man. Jaggy Jaggy too dope. Yep, Jaggy too. Do you see that collaboration that the Stones did with uh, Insane Clown Posse? It was nuts. Um, no, not really. Oh, I was about to say I need to look this up. Post haste. Uh, that didn't happen. No, this is um. Uh, I think this really does give it away. This is a, a artist with with uh, very noticeable hair and very associated with horns. Oh, I I, I don't have a guess anymore. Chuck Mangione. Oh, you're so so close. It's Kenny G. Ooh. <laughs> right. Could not name a single song. I don't feel like Kenny G is one of those artists that you, you may hear his music around, but you just don't know. But nope. if you, but just hair-wise, and Al has made this joke too. I think he's called himself the Kenny G of parody music, and vice versa, called Kenny G the Weird Al of jazz. Hmm. So there you go. Interesting. It's wild that two of the top, ooh, three. If you look at Michael Jackson's hair, even it, it at times has that sort of. Uh, curl and bob to it three of the top of these five artists all kind of had similar hair there's something to it and you too very bland hair very bland (laughs) so there you go old kenneth what do you think the g stands for if you had to guess um goose kenneth goose i have it right here it's a gorlick um i'm not sure why he goes by g because if anything, I want to hear a saxophonist named Gorlick. Kenneth Gorlick. More like Reedlick. There's, a, oh. there's an instrument joke for the, <laughs> for the people out there. 
Um, next, Garrett. Ow. And maybe you've done this too. I don't know. What does uh, what does uh, little Garrett, and by little Garrett, I mean your daughter, what does little Miss Hale watch? If she's going to watch anything, if you're going to have the screen on and you're trying to get her attention on it, what, what do you play? She is all about that Frozen movie. Really? Yep. Have you seen the new Frozen movie? I have not. Okay, then we'll we'll stay away from that for for this episode. But she loves that Frozen, huh? She certainly does love that little snowman. Well, thanks to um, things like Disney Plus and Netflix and all this, Piper watches a lot of um, just cartoon shows more than a movie. Mm-hmm. And more and more often, I'll be sitting kind of kind of what I was doing earlier, taking a nap, or I'll be working on podcast stuff, or just milling about the house as I do in my my dadhood just kind of walking around muttering to myself and I'll hear a familiar voice and that's of our of our titular hero Mr. Weird Al Yankovic Mm -hmm. he has had so many and we've talked about this in the past too but it just doesn't stop he's really really making his living now I think (laughs) doing cartoon voiceovers interesting so off the off the top of my head I can go ahead and name Mm -hmm. My Little Pony, Adventure Time, and Milo Murphy's Law. Yep, Milo Murphy is an ongoing one, so that's he's definitely doing that still. He recently made a reappearance on My Little Pony. His his okay. famous character came back. Uh, famous, I mean popular. I think he was well-received by the uh, pony community. Do you think that that is... I know his daughter is not young enough, but... I mean, maybe she's still into that stuff, but doing children's television i wonder mm-hmm. if that was a suggestion from somebody or if that was a passion of his to reach out with to children with those sorts of um mediums because he's got the television stuff and then he also has the children's books and i wonder if that was a passion of his or somebody suggested it hmm. maybe his wife i'm not sure maybe um he's on scooby-doo which is still around for some reason Mm-hmm. His uh, character on BoJack Horseman is back for the final season, so i got to catch up on that. Yes. Um, Archibald's Next Big Thing with Tony Hale. Isn't that your dad? <laughs> yep. <laughs> we don't speak much. Oh, sorry. Uh, he's too popular, right? It's a sore subject. Mm, I'm sorry, bud. Um, and then here's an interesting one. Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go. Okay. Now, I'm gonna, let me take a minute and speak to the cartoon community out there, because I know there's some heat surrounding Teen Titans Go because they took they ripped they just ripped Teen Titans away from us. It was more kind of uh closer to anime editing, a little bit like um well most like a lot of your superhero shows with the muscular editing and the grim tones, but still sure definitely for kids. So not solidly an anime show, but definitely more realistically animated. Um uh, and people loved it. It was apparently very popular and then all of a sudden it was gone. And here comes Teen Titans Go. It's more childish. It's more wacky with the sound effects and the music and the uh, the weird adventures over more serious epic adventures, and just people just hate this thing. Yeah. Well, recently uh, they both got a movie together. It was called Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go. Okay. And so in this movie, and this is what I'm trying to get to. Apparently, the actors for the the voice actors for the five main characters, these five hit heroes stayed the same from the more serious one after its cancellation to the to the sillier one same voice actors just doing kind of a 
doing the same character, but a little bit of a different bit. And so in this movie, you have all these actors acting against themselves. Like you have funny Beast Boy and serious Beast Boy, and he's literally just the one guy talking to himself, Garrett. Interesting. It's ridiculous. I watched this whole thing, and you know what? It was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say it. But uh, Weird Al's in it. He's like one of the first things you see in the movie. And as soon as he came on, I was like, hold up a second. That sounds like Weird Al. So I... That's incredible. Hastily Googled it. Sure enough, there's there's my guy. Your electronics are of no use, madam. I am the gentleman ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Splendid. Now I must run. I have other robbery appointments today, and a gentleman must keep to his schedule. The freaking artwork, Garrett. Yes. So much. I said this in our... We have a little group message going between me and you and our friends of the show, uh, Ryan and Ken. Um, we were talking about this art show at Gallery 1988 uh, in L.A. Is that in L.A.? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Um, they had this huge art show dedicated to art by professional artists uh, using Weird Al lore or injecting Weird Al into other things like Old Samurai... Uh, Japanese artwork or movie posters or comic book serials or all this kind of stuff. And it really, really harkens back. I say harkens back as if it's a long time ago, but it really kind of recalls what we just went through with the um, uh, strings attached where every single poster for that tour was different. And I said this in our group message. This is a really, really good time for Weird Al art. Like this is an entire uh, art show opening at a gallery in LA dedicated to just weird owl art. Like that's, that's monumental, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. And if anybody else has been following it, the, the images are just so good because it's, it's full of just all of this mm-hmm. weird owl culture and subtext that permeates through all of his music and all of his media. It's just fantastic. Yeah. Hey, did you see the one that's on Velvet? The Velvet Elvis? Or the Velvet Owl? Yeah. The Velvet Owl. Yeah. It, it It's so good. And it, I love how it is him with sort of a you caught me face or it's kind of awkward. Uh-huh. I just... Yeah, just like having a painting on Velvet is awkward. <laughs> I just love it so much. And I don't know if you've... The, there's a weird, an, weird animation print. I don't know if that's what it's called. I think it is. Where he's in his tacky, what looks like his tacky costume, like the suit. And it's just artwork of all these different characters he's played in cartoons, which kind of ties right, right back I, to our last uh, conversation piece. I saw that one. That one's, a, that one's really it's cool. It's so impressive. Like, at least some of these artists just went above and beyond. Like, it makes me want to buy them, but being art prints, they're a little expensive. Yeah, they are. Also, you know what? I'm running out of wall space to de- dedicate to Weird Al. <laughs> I'm just going to have a Weird Al-themed house before too long. <laughs> it, won't be, it won't be too long before you get that room, Dakota. Mm-hmm. That. I need to buy a bigger house for my Weird Al art. Yep. But if you were going to buy one, which one would stands out to you the most? I really, I'm looking right now at that uh, animation one again. Or it's it's him in a suit, but the suit is plastered with his voiceover work. Yeah, and that one is really good. It's very good. But 
I also brought up the Velvet Elvis one. That one's that one's sweet. It's him wearing the same shirt or outfit from um, UHF. This one by Bruce White. That's that's when someone's. I think, I think one of the other characters in the movie is telling him something, and he does that take right there that you see. That one's pretty good. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Let's see. Uh, if I could find it again, it's the. Um, you see this accordion samurai? Yes, that one's very. That I like cool. that one a lot. And then there are two. Or no, it's the. Uh, it looks like the. Um, the magazine cover called Weird Adventures, and it's got in text everything you know is wrong, and it's just artwork from that song. Oh, I did see that one. I, I'm not finding it now, but yeah, I remember that. That one's good yeah, too. It's, it's fantastic. I just, you know me and my. Um, how much I love Midnight Star, Everything You Know Is Wrong, like that mm-hmm. whole uh, tabloid style of um, yes. humor that he he gravitates towards. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that one really hits my hits me in the Weird Al bone. Hey, they have a enamel pin that's the Will of Fish. I didn't see that last that's time. That's really good. That's very good. Yeah, I like that a lot. Oh, they also have a what is this a cross stitch where you have the loom and you're you're doing the needle needle point. But yeah, Weird Al Art Gallery. It's uh, by the time this episode comes yeah, out. Yeah, everybody go look at it, for sure. Uh, it's not news anymore, but there will probably still be. Uh, I'm looking at the website now, and there's still a whole bunch of stuff for sale. It's not completely sold out, although a lot of it is. So uh, maybe it's still around. It's worth, oh, man. Here is one of... Oh, no. I don't like this, Garrett. This is not... I don't know if this guy considers himself a Weird Al fan, because this is way... Way off the reservation. Uh huh. It's um, it's from Amish Paradise, and it's Weird Al straight up giving the double bird. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are you on the website? I'm looking at it right now. Oh yeah. In the music video, they bleep that because we can't have an image of Weird Al giving the bird, but this is like in your face. <laughs> and it is certainly not sold out, so I think people are not on board with it. <laughs> right. I can't hang this in my house with my kids. <laughs> right. Man, the more, although I said that, the more I look at it, the more I love it. It's so, it's so in your face. (laughs) (laughs) It's bold. Oh, goodness. That's for the crowd that thinks Weird Al also parodied all those songs about cannabis and all that. (laughs) Every time you hear those rip-off parody songs, this is for those people. (laughs) I am going to read this because here's another one that is a letter, Dear Weird Al. Okay. And this is the, the... the picture for sale is seven hundred and fifty dollars. God dang! And it's a it's a picture of a picture or a piece of paper that has a letter to Alan. It says this: I did what you said. I bought me a condo. I got me a Cuisinart. I got the wall to wall carpeting. I got me a wallet full of credit cards. Did I mention I bought me a condo? And you were right. I never have to mow the lawn. I even got me the T-shirt with the alligator on. But I'm still not happy. Plus, I'm broke as duck with an F. <laughs> what the hell do I do now? Still your biggest fan, Rohitash Rao. That's hilarious. Oh, and that's the name of the artist, too. Yeah. <laughs> that is straight up just a letter to Weird Al. That's good. Mr. Rao. Or Miss Rao. Is that Ro- Rohitash? That's good. I appreciate that piece of art. Sir or ma'am. It's candid. <laughs> it is. And it's literally just a painting of a letter. Yeah, it's acrylic. So it's not even just a piece of paper, and then he wrote that and <laughs> took a photo of it. He literally painted 
He painted a table and a, a piece of paper on the table and then words on the piece of paper. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I've been trying to tell Al this for years and he won't notice me, so I'm going to enter this art show. <laughs> And then I'm gonna sell that bad boy for seven hundred fifty dollars because I'm broke. <laughs> and maybe and I'll, maybe he'll finally get the message. This is a good way to to come back from that though. Bring bring uh, light to the point to the fact that you're broke and make money off of that. <laughs> then you're not broke anymore. Uh, that's good stuff. That was Al News Garrett. I have a request. Sure. And it's not really of you. But if, I mean, if you can do anything to to help me with this, I would love it. But um, I need an updated parody of Yoda. Oh, okay. And here's why: it's gonna be the same song because it's just we're just changing the lyrics here. But I need a Baby Yoda version of Yoda. B A B Y Yoda. There you go. So far, so good. Uh, that's all I got. I, it wouldn't start with yeah. It's it's already difficult, but I want that Baby Yoda song, Al. Hey, listen, we know you're not done, and you've done everything. You've done parodies, you've done originals, you've done polkas, you've done covers, you've done, uh, you've done serious versions of comedy songs, comedy versions of serious songs. You've done show tunes and theme songs and all this stuff. You know what you have not done yet? Just an updated parody. Just take one of your parodies and be like, mm, update time. I think he has it. Now that I say that, I feel like he has. But anyway, I digress. Well. Do you is the more we need Baby Yoda? Was the more violent version of the Night Santa went crazy an update, or was that done mm. at the same time and it just never got released? I think it was the original writing of it, and then his uh, friends and stuff. If I remember correctly, and I'm, you know what, I might not remember correctly, but I think it was that they were like, yeah, that's a little too violent, so he changed it. But then he also still has that version that he has put out on various mediums. Yeah, I definitely don't know. So, yeah, I just need an update. But you have to address, you have to address the fact that that's not, what, what that it's not Yoda. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he is, but the internet says baby Yoda. <laughs> so that's what I'll go with. <laughs> there you go. Somebody out there work on that. We have uh, artists and musicians and writers and all that in our listening audience. I don't know if Weird Al will get to it, but because he doesn't take suggestions either. No. Hey, you know what the caveat with that don't take suggestions things is? What if he had a really, really good idea for a parody and he was actually working on it? And then he's out one day getting a sandwich or something, vegan. And he's out there and he runs into a fan and he's like, and they're like, oh, you're Weird Al. He's like, yeah, that's right. And he's like, can I, can I take a photo real quick? And he's like, oh, sure, why not? This is my Weird Al version, <laughs> by the way. And he's like, they take the photo and he's like, by the way, I have an idea for a parody. And then here goes Weird Al's brain. He's like, I can't accept this from this guy. I don't take parodies from people because then I got to like credit them and all this stuff. And that's just not how it work. But he, he hears the guy out and the guy's like, you should make a parody of Don McLean's <laughs> Miss uh, American Pie, but about the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> and then Weird Al's like, ah, oh, crap. He throw it away. Immediately. Do you think he'd have to throw it away just so that guy didn't get his jollies? Yes, like, I'm convinced. Man, it makes me wonder how many good parodies we've lost because Weird Al refuses to share credit. <laughs> that's probably the real reason behind Chicken Pot Pie. Oh, that's it. Somebody else came up to him and said, hey, you live and let die? What about this? 
Chicken pot pie, my bad. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, crap. I'll blame it on McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> What's he going to say? What's he going to say I, that I didn't ask him? He doesn't even remember. I like that. He's not even the original McCartney. <laughs> That's the story going forward. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Pretty good. But see, now that it's been brought up, he's never going to make it. True. So I've already messed up. We can't have a Baby Yoda parody from Weird Al because, you know, the idea was said here. And probably I'm probably not the first one, to be honest. Baby Yoda's huge. Yep. But to the other people in our audience, let's uh, let's hear them things. Let's hear them bad boys. <sighs> you can't spell bad boy without Baby Yoda. Is that true? <laughs> I'm looking at it now. B A D B O Y. Wow, you really can't. That was very good. <laughs> that was off the top of the dome. I like it though. Baby. <laughs> Bad boy. Man, I know my t shirt. <laughs> you can't spell Baby Yoda without Bad Boy. And he's just got glasses on. <laughs> Sunglasses. Baby Yoda on a Harley. <laughs> get to work get get to work, Dakota. You got some money to make. Oh, shoot. And I got... Uh, I'm all out of time. <laughs> Gotta do this thing. God dang. Let me... Hold on. I really do need to write this down. I, I joke that I'm writing stuff down a lot. This time it's real. <laughs> Just in case. Here we go. That'll be a tweet later. Garrett, um, last thing I want to talk about here is because we've uh, we've gone into off the deep end. We started talking about it last week, and we went so so in depth. We went so in deep end on um, "Smells Like Nirvana" that we talked about it for most of the episode and didn't get any further. So it looks like uh, off the deep end's coverage will probably take place over three albums but since we already did get into that we need to kind of uh fall back a little bit to something that happened between uhf and off the deep end and that's this little project that al did called babaloo music this is a ricky ricardo production <laughs> bum, ba, ba, bum, bum, bum. this thing where Weird Al took um, a bunch of songs from the I Love Lucy show and put them to an album. He produced this album and he picked the songs, I think. Um, it's this 20-track album and then released this thing, but the first song of which is this track called Babaloo Music and it's this, uh, I say original track, it's more like found footage uh, track and accompanying video where it's all this uh, bongos and clips from the show and music from the show that Al just spliced together in this five or six minute song called Bobbly Music and it's it's actually really cool. Have you listened to this, Garrett? 
I have. You think Al really likes I Love Lucy, right? <laughs> I think he had to be. He had to have been a huge I Love Lucy fan. Like, I wonder if he was approached to do this project or if this is a pet project of his. Not totally sure, but what it did open my eyes to is another element to the show I Love Lucy that I wasn't privy to, and that is performances from Desi Arnaz. Because I did not realize that there was that much footage of him performing on that show. Yeah, the whole conceit of the show was that he had a television program, and then he would come home to Lucy. That was his job in the show. Yes, but I didn't know. I've never watched the show before, so Mm -hmm. to see all this footage of different uh, performances compiled together lets me know a little bit more about a show I'm never going to watch. There you go. (laughs) Oh, is that so? You just absolutely refuse, huh? Dakota, what is the oldest television show you would go back and watch in its entirety? Because, mm. to me, it might be Cheers. Really? That's not... In the grand scheme of things, that's not that old, Garrett? Maybe Bonanza. Okay. Oh, now you're talking. I didn't even think about Westerns. Hmm. Boy, I need more time. This is a... That's a goddamn tough one. Save your answer for later. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll shout it out right before we end the show. Is that all right? Sure. <laughs> um, let's see. I brought up... Um, permanent record and here's what they had to say because i didn't think to this is right after um they, they talked about uhf and all that stuff and they're just about to talk in the book about off the deep end and then you have this short little blurb that says al did complete one project in the meantime another impressive testament to his diverse talents and his sense of tv history babaloo music was a collection of ricky ricardo's musical numbers for the i love lucy show compiled by al and released on both audio and video the title track of both versions was a montage of original Lucy music and dialogue cleverly produced and arranged by Al with a new rhythm track for dance clubs and video channels. Dance clubs! Is, it this, is this the first instance, instance of Weird Al being played in dance clubs? I think so. I guess technically it's not his music. But still, that's fun. He's like, hmm, untapped market. Dance clubs. <laughs> Bongos. <laughs> it still doesn't say, though... Whether he was asked to do it or if he just said, yeah, it doesn't even, but I mean, we have evidence based on his first album that he likes I Love Lucy enough to do a loving homage to it with both the video and song for Ricky. So I'm going to guess that he's a a big old Lucy stan. Yeah, I agree. Yep, I, and, and and we recommend anybody go out there and look up Babalu. What's it called? Babalu music. Babalu music. That the the entire album is just music straight up from the show, so it's not going to be changed except that first track. That first track is this ridiculous mashup, and it is very cool. Um, just a mashup of, like I said, uh, video clips and sound sound bites from the show, music from the show. Uh, it's real fun. And, and knowing that Al produced it and c- kind of made this thing really says a lot about his production style because it's just this smattering of stuff. I'd like to see him do give this treatment to other things. Yes. It's pretty good.
It makes me also want to talk about in the future. Oh, you like how there's the word owl and the word Babalu? Uh-huh. Maybe that's why I took it on, because it says <laughs> owl in it. <laughs> like, I gotta, it's got my name in it. I gotta touch it. I agree. <laughs> um, in the future, we should talk about what I'm going to call the three-timers club. And that's artists or almost in this. This is only a two-timer. But this is also a TV show. I love Lucy. But there's artists that Al have has given multiple treatments to. The you know the first ones that come to mind are like Queen had a parody, a style parody, and they polka slash polka cover with uh, Bohemian polka. So that's three. That's an easy one. Michael Jackson, The Who, uh, I think The Who did. I'm not sure. Uh, but I'd like to like actually list out who has the most. I guess the most of Al's attention, you know? That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Tracked by minutes? Oh, by minutes? I was going to say by occurrences, but yeah. If he really is like spending a lot of time with that artist, then it'll be, it'll be, uh, it'll be something to see. So maybe a future episode we could dedicate to that. Yeah. Just kind of got that idea from Babaloo Music. Anyway, so right after he did that, it seems like he went pretty quickly into production on off the deep end. And that brings us back to where we are in our timeline. Uh, the next time you hear from Garrett and I, it'll be uh, talking about the next few songs. Um, we stopped after Smells Like Nirvana, so I guess we'll pick up at Trigger Happy. Yeah. That's where we'll pull the trigger on the next episode. We'll see how far we get. Maybe we'll talk about Trigger Happy for an hour. <laughs> I think that we could do it. I think so. I think me and you could talk about... A stick for an hour. <laughs> Given the content for Trigger uh-huh. Happy, yeah, I think you, I, th- I think there's something there, but we will not. Yep. But until next time, that's that's that was our Al News episode. Babalu, Baby Yoda, Al News. <laughs> this has been the Alvening News. I'm Dakota Rimmer, <laughs> and I'm Garrett Hale. That's right. Check us out on Twitter at TalkingLDU. Listen to our episodes. Leave us a review on whatever you listen on, uh, specifically that one on iTunes, because that seems to be the biggest Apple podcasts. Um, and then, you know, in the meanwhile, while you're not listening to us, get out there and... Oh, Twin Peaks, Garrett. It's Twin Peaks. There it is. That's the show. That's probably the oldest show that I've watched all the way through. Uh, and until next time, dare to, to be, be a stupid... stupid? Twin Peaks (laughs) Me Talking Weird Al to You is a podcast on the Weird Mountain Network Find it on weirdmountainpodcast.com or on Twitter at TalkingAlToYou The hosts are Dakota Rimmer and Garrett Hale and they can be found on Twitter at the underscore rumorverse and at GarrettHale89 respectively If you'd like to talk to us about this show or any of the other ones on this network find us on Facebook facebook.com slash weirdmountainpodcast Consider leaving us a review on iTunes because the world needs more good things. Hey, do you want to hear my my Jonas Brothers parody? What's that? <laughs> it's it's about Hugh Grant. Okay. It's, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for Hugh. <laughs> <laughs> and he just talks about he just talks about Hugh Grant movies. <laughs> I'm a sucker for Hugh. <laughs> Dakota. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe Hugh Jackman. Yeah, that'd be good too. Hey, Hugh, you know what? Hugh Pick.